What's a movie that you would consider a timeless classic movie that you could watch over and over and over again? Put it in the comment section below. I would love to hear your thoughts on that and what movie you consider timeless and that you could watch over and over again. By the way, my name is Tom Pounder. I'm the online campus pastor at New Life Christian Church. And the other day when I was flipping channels, I came across a movie that I consider timeless. Uh, and I, I just love to watch. And it's called Field of Dreams. It's a 1989 movie starring Kevin Costner, uh, James Earl Jones, and some other people. And while it's considered a baseball movie and one of the great baseball movies of all time, it's also more than just a baseball movie. And I think that's why it's considered timeless. And again, I don't just consider it timeless. It's ranked all the time in one of the top movies of all time, especially in regards to baseball. But the reality is it's so good because it connects people to relationships. And see, in this movie, there is a father who is not present in this movie. He's pa passed away. And you have the son who is Kevin Costner, who is living with regret and living with pain that happened because of his dysfunctional family relationship in his dysfunctional relationship with his father. And I think it's a relationship that I think a lot of people can identify with. Um, and that as you grow up, again, you love your family, you love your parents, but also there's also, it's a love-hate relationship. You love them, but then you can't stand them at times. And I think Kevin Costner embodies that and he displays that really well throughout the movie. And at the end of the movie, it's it crushes me every time and I'm even thinking about it getting a little bit of emotional but he comes in contact with his father again uh, again through the field of dreams if you've never seen it I would encourage you to watch it but if you have seen it you know what I'm talking about at the very end he comes in contact with his father and he asks his dad hey dad want to have a catch and it's a powerful music and it's a powerful moment because the dad turns around and says yeah I like that. And that's how it ends. The movie ends with uh, an understanding that there is peace now between this father and the son. And as I reflect on that movie, I can't help but be moved by the simple fact that we can have peace with our Heavenly Father. See, in the Bible, there's a tremendous love story that is played out and I think we get, we lose sight of the love story that's played out in the Bible because we focus on this story or that story and we don't look at it as a whole. But today I just want to go through it as a whole here in the sense of when the Bible was started, we, we come across Adam and Eve and they were tight and they were tight with God, okay? And then at one point they have an opportunity to stay true to that connection with the Father, God, or not be true to that. And they chose not to be, and they disobeyed a, a strong commandment that God had given them. And because of that, entered into the world this thing called sin. And there was a division line between God the Father and us as his sons and daughters. And there was a division there that could not be overcome because all throughout history then, and if you read through the Old Testament, it's stories of people who had high faith and then people who had low faith and ups and downs, how the people of Israel would follow after Jesus and then they would go after, not after Jesus. They'd go after him, then they go back. They'd follow God, not go following God. And at this point where God sees that people are not 
following him and they're choosing to go their own way, God could have done any number of things. He could have destroyed the whole world and started over like I'm not doing. He could have just let them go on their own. But no, all throughout the Old Testament, we see that God is reaching out. He loves them so much. He reaches out for them. He continues to invest in them. He continues to win them back, tries to win them back no matter what. And nothing ultimately comes through until he decides to send his own son. See, Romans 5, 8 says this, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still going our own way and turning our backs on God, God said, you know what? I'm going to send my own son, whom I love, and I'm going to send him to, to die for us so that he could bring us together. Because again, no matter what humans did, they could never get back to God. But with what Jesus did on the cross, he bridged that gap so that we can have a relationship with Jesus and God again. And John 3, 16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So we get to spend eternity with God. And so my question for you is this, where do you stand with God? Where do you stand with Jesus? You've heard stories about them, but have you really invested time to read the Bible and learn more about him? This is a love story. You see the, the joys, you see the despair, you see the good things that happen, you see the bad things that happen. But you ultimately you see that God loved us so much that he sent his only son to die for us. For us, he sent his own son to die for us. It's a powerful love story. It's a love story that should choke us up and should encourage us because somebody was willing to send their own son to die for us so that we can have eternity with them. But then here's the thing, it's not even just eternity that we get to spend with him. We get to have peace and certainty and purpose when we follow after God. See, every day that we choose to say yes to Jesus and yes to God, we live in purpose and we know what God desires us for, to do. And so that when things come up, we know that we can go to God, ask him for guidance, and he's gonna guide us. James 1.5 says that if anybody lacks wisdom, we should ask God who gives freely to us. So again, where do you stand with God? Where do you stand with Jesus? I would encourage you, invest time today reading the love story that is in God, that is found in God. In fact, we have actually great Bible study plans that if you want to know how you can follow after Jesus, all you go to is newlife.church slash Bible, and there's lots of different plans. There's a Genesis plan. There's a read the Bible in a year plan. There's a plan about who Jesus is. It goes through the whole gospel. There's lots of different plans that, again, if you go to newlife.church slash Bible, you can be a part of those plans and learn more about Jesus every single day. We send you a scripture. We send you something to think about and be challenged by. So I would encourage you to do that today. But also, I would encourage you to, again, continue to investigate and continue to ask questions. And if you've got questions about what it means to follow Jesus, if you've got questions about what God did for us in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and you need someone to bounce it off of, talk to me, Tom P. at newlife.church. I would love for you to email me today and ask me any questions that you want. Again, the Bible is a powerful love story of God's love for us. When we didn't deserve it, God still loved us, that he sent his son to die for us. Read the story, be encouraged by Jesus, and follow him every single day and see where he leads you. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for who you are and what you're doing. Lord, I just pray that you would guide us, direct us, and you would keep us safe, and that you would help us trust and follow you every single day, and that we can embrace the love that you have for us 
every single day. So Lord, we thank you, praise your name, amen. Hey, thanks for being with me, everyone, today. I hope that you have a blessed rest of your day.